Digital Focus. Hello there to you, it's Troy with you. We are joined right now by the CEO of AgriChain. You may be using it here in WA. We're going to find out what actually is AgriChain. We are joined right now on Rural Focus with the CEO, Kale Dieterich. Kale, good morning and welcome to Rural Focus. Uh, thank you very much and thanks for having us on. Yeah, well, I know this is uh, quite big over on the East Coast. Uh, hopefully some WA farmers are using it. But firstly, for those who don't know, uh, what is AgriChain? Yeah, sure. Um, look, AgriChain's the largest grain supply ecosystem in Australia mm. and uh, our software is used by participants all along the ag supply chain. Essentially, the best way to understand AgriChain is to think of it like an ecosystem where you've got farmers, traders, freight providers, bulk handlers and end users who can now, they can manage all of their internal requirements, things that matter to them personally, but they also get the added benefit of being able to pass data and streamline their processes with other AgriChain users. So if you look at our system now, we probably run around about 300 odd sites across Australia uh, and beyond. You know, hopefully in 2024, we're, we're set for another big year. What was the catalyst for creating AgriChain? Yeah. Look, well, I've been in the grain space most of my life. Probably mm. started share farming when I was about 12 years of age. Is I had a little right? bit of ground. So I've, uh, <laughs> I've been uh, been in this space a while. I've seen it evolve and a few of us got together and we realised that the, the farmers are storing more grain on farm. They're managing their own supply chains. The smaller independent storage sites are growing. There's a large push for traceability and um, we're probably a little bit ahead of our time back then. Mm. But that's the view we took. And so the question then became, okay, well, if they've got to do all of this and if this is the trend, how are these guys going to manage all that data and how are they going to manage you know, their stocks and inventory and contracts and mm. payments mm. and drawdowns? So we set out originally just working with some growers and trying to manage, you know, basically give them the power of a bulk handler in, 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 their, in their hand on an app so they could log all their inloads, outloads, view yeah, their right. stocks, yep. manage contracts. And from there, it sort of expanded into, we, we then started, we got into the procurement side. So we had Allied Pinnacle and George Western Maori reach out and we started managing all of their time slotting and their procurement and their orders. And from that, we now do pretty much every participant in the supply chain. We've got fertilizer companies, we've got farmers doing inputs, outputs, traders, we've yeah, got right. trucking companies yep. who use it to manage all of their, a bit like an Uber for freight, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> in a cringeworthy term, using yeah. all managing all their freight. We do pack houses, malt houses, crushed plants, feedlots, and beyond. So, what are the benefits here then, uh, Kale? Look, it really depends on the user. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's so many, but um, mm. to give you a few examples. If you look at a farmer, you know they've got millions of dollars worth of grain sitting on farm. They've got millions. Of, well, hopefully, after a big year, anyway, hopefully they've got millions <laughs> yeah, of dollars yeah. sitting in uh, storage facilities. A lot of that's written on the back of an envelope, or or they manage it in their head. W- what we do is. Our system gives them the ability to manage every aspect of their, you know, fertilizer in, their grain storage, contracting, payments, vendor declarations, position reporting, and it's and it's all done from from a minimal effort. So yeah, right. If you, we we don't ask people to enter data. We don't want them entering data. We want the system to do it for them. So basically, um, they send us a contract. It goes into the system automatically. All they need to do is tell us on the app, this truck left this farm. Mm-hmm. And from that, we do everything else. We manage when the docket comes in, we chase that delivery docket, we manage the receivables, we connect it to zero, put it into the, any other accounting software so that they're kept in the loop. So all we want is minimal effort by the farmer to give the maximum result. But then if you contract that with, say, a flour mill or a crush plant or an end user, it's a little bit different again. So mm-hmm. if you picture what 
an end user is they need to get product into their mill on time so they can, you know, yeah. convert it into flour or whatever yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Now, in the past, you'd find a lot of uh, crush plants would send out emails or make phone calls and say, look, we need a thousand tonne off you next week, thousand tonne off you, and send out all their orders. And basically, they sit back at the gate and hope the trucks show up next week so they've got enough material to, to run the mill, which, you know, some of them might have a time slotting system, but it's all phone calls, emails, SMSs. It's very inefficient um, and expensive to run. So what we did for them is we basically, if you, if you contrast that with AgriChain, yep. our customers press one button, yep. they send out orders to all their customers for next week, okay. and then they sit back and they have a look and they basically and they watch what's yep. booking in, yep. who's booking in, which truck's coming, who's coming, where mm-hmm. all their orders are up to so they know in advance who should I call, who, who's not delivering on their obligation, I'll give them a call because I can see everyone else is booked in, all of these trucks are coming, you know, my flour mill is going to continue to operate next week. So yeah, yeah. it really depends. Um, but, you know, there's a few ideas of what some of, the, some of the things we do. And I believe you've got a function which determines the variety of wheat and barley just by the farmer taking a photo of it. Is that right? Yeah. In a way? Yeah, um, yeah. This is a big one. One of the things about AgriChain is we, you know, we are an ecosystem. And as part of that, for our, for our customers, it's, I suppose it's our duty mm. um, to find the best technology we can and bring it into that ecosystem. Now, whether it's a finance product or docket extraction or license plate technology, that's on us. It's, our, it's up to us to make it better. And one of the things we've come across, and it's really exciting, it's, we've been looking at this for a while, is the ability to use a smartphone to just basically take a photo of a sample and yep. work out what's the varietal purity, um, varietal purity of that sample and it'll it'll basically say what sixty percent A, thirty percent B, whatever it might be. And you know, it's it's exceptional in that Firstly, it works, but secondly, it, the, the applications for that are, if you think of a lot of the malt houses and, and a lot of the, the, I suppose, end users who are, who are pulling grain from three, 400 kilometres away, if you can give the, the farmer the ability to take that photo before they leave and it's linked in an ecosystem, the end user can say, look, you know, it's not going to meet our specifications, don't bother coming, save your time, save your money, um, whatever the case may be. And, and, and it goes far beyond that, but... Um, it's really exciting stuff. Any results and what's the feedback been like from the growers, mainly on the East Coast, mate? So, yeah, so we, we started out um, this year. The, the first thing we need to do is adapt the algorithm. So this technology has been used in Europe for a number of years um, and it works really well over there. It, it even does protein over there. So yeah, they right. use it to do their protein and their and their varietal purities and, and anything in between. But we, we need to adapt that into Australian grow market. So mm-hmm. we put it out this year at a couple of storage providers. Look, it's been really good. We've, we've built all the algorithms. We're getting all the data in, particularly for varietal purity. And so now with all that sample, we'll start pushing the system in Q2 this year to really expand and, and go from there. So it's, yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, speaking of expanding, what, you're looking to uh, release a, a protein testing model? Is that right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, so uh, um, look, the, there's a lot of skeptics out there. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's people who say, yeah, "Oh, you, it yeah. can't be done." But yeah. the reality is, it can be done, and it has been done. We just need to adapt that into the Australian market. So, protein's a big one for Australia, and it's a starting point. We, we will go, um, we'll go far beyond that. I mean, we, we've got our samples done for this harvest, and we've got the results in it, and they're exceptional. Um, they're comparable to a FOS machine or Perton or anything in between. So, this becomes a game changer, and, and the reason it becomes a game changer is 
This technology is completely scalable. Um, it's completely portable, connected into an ecosystem, and, and it allows you to really... This will basically set a standardisation over time. Yep. Everything takes time, but yep. it'll set a, a new standard for what's acceptable in the grain space because essentially you have both parties using a similar ecosystem that have the ability to, to test at either end, out in the field even. Mm, it's, yeah. it's really good. So, so yes, so protein, it will go further than that to uh, moisture, um, you know, discolorations, it will do, uh, eventually it'll do uh, foreign materials. Um, you even get, due to the slight enhancements and, and changes in the actual kernel itself, you'll even be able to get to the point where you'll be able to do falling numbers with it. That one will take a bit longer, but but it will happen. So look, it's yeah, it's the real deal. It's good stuff. Are any WA farmers using this, mate? Uh, we, ha- we don't, no. We have, uh, <laughs> we love our WA farmers, don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we do spend a bit of time over there. We, yeah. Technically, we do have. So we have Lawson's Grain and uh, the guys at Warakuri have been trialling it over there as well from a farming perspective. They haven't got into this side of it yet. We also have uh, Richard Avery and his team at Farmgate. They're great guys and they use the platform itself. So there's people using the ecosystem over there. Uh, Maori, George Westons. There's actually guys looking at them using the logistic stuff, the mm. Valley's guys over there, Valley's Transport. Yeah, but right. we haven't got to the point of rolling this out um, and that's hopefully uh, something that can change this year. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, going forward, what's next for you and the team there at AgriChain? Yeah, look, we've um, we had a big year last year, yeah. um, and we've already got you know a fair bit signed on for this year. We've got some big customers coming on in South Australia that we've got to roll out to. Um, we have look, we've got an exceptional system. Um, it covers, as I say, all aspects and uses along the supply chain. But now we need to refine what we've done. We've mm. got a good foundation. Um, we have everything in place, but we need to make it more and more automated and as user friendly as possible from a systems perspective. Um, we already bring in as much tech as we can, AI and license plate recognition and data scraping so that we can automate functions rather than manual data entry, but we need to do more. You know, we we, we continue to expand. We now basically we're in New Zealand, Canada uh, and the US. Yep. Um, we're starting to get a large following in those countries, but we need to do more and to do more, uh, we need to raise capital. So in Australia, it's a, it's a difficult one. Trying to raise capital in Australia is a bit like, to, a bit like trying to pull a tooth from a gummy shark, so to speak. Um, so unfortunately, like many, we'll probably have to look to go international to, okay. to raise that money. But yep. um, look, it's been busy. Um, yep. We need, we're, we're still very customer focused in that. We need to ensure that with minimal input, our customers can get what they want. So we're certainly not resting on our laurels. And uh, hopefully, I, I don't know the numbers at the minute. I mean, we, mm-hmm. like I said, we do over 300-odd sites. I would think that by the end of this year, a large portion, of, particularly of the East Coast, will be at least coming in contact with our system. But, um, right. you know, we we need to keep pushing forward and uh, keep expanding. Yeah, absolutely. So for our uh, growers listening this morning, mate, they want to know more with you and the team there at AgriChain. How can they do that? Yeah, sure. Um, so the, the easiest way to, to get hold of us is just go to our website, which is www.agrichain.com. That's probably the easiest way, I would say, to get hold of us for, for most of the guys out there. Um, um, otherwise, uh, yeah, they can contact you guys if you yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you can be yeah, a sales yeah. team for us. Yep, yeah, no, uh, agrichain.com is the website to check out. There you go, growers. If you're uh, going to spare a couple of minutes uh, over lunch or maybe later on today, uh, yeah, check that out there today and uh, get in contact with Carl and his team there and uh, see how they can certainly help you out. Carl, mate, thanks for your time on Rural Focus today. Nice to chat to you and uh, good luck there with uh, the team at Agrichain. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it.